0: Welcome to the Community Theatre Studio Podcast. I am your host, Gary Kochi. This podcast exposes the past, futures, dreams, and experiences of people in the community theatre. Now today, I have a special experience, since I'm not doing just one person, but I have two people with me here today. So let me introduce you to Chuck and Jenny Mianza, right? Hello, yes.
1: Okay. Hi, Gary.
0: Hello. Um, I do have a number of questions to learn about you and your experiences within the community theatre. So let's see how many questions we can get through, Okay. So, what got you into community theater, Jenny?
2: Well, I think I, I was got. I got into community theater through uh, the late Jim Alexander, who was a leading force in Village Playbox boxing here in Haddon Heights. And he asked. He had a play that he wanted to do, a two-person mother-daughter play. The cast had dropped out with ten days to go before the performance, so he came to me and our then thirteen-year-old daughter and said, "Hey, hi guys, how about it?" And it had been about thirty years before I since I'd been on stage. I'd been directing and choreographing. But I said, sure, let's try it. And I got hooked and never stopped after that. That's been a while. Well, about seven years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Chuck? Well, it was the year before Jenny got roped in. I got (laughs) roped in uh, by Jim. Uh, Our community theater group happens to uh, stage its productions in the basement fellowship hall of our church where uh, Jim Mm -hmm was also a member and one day after service uh he just cornered literally cornered me he said, hey i need some help i think you can help me and i think you can do it and i'm like what what do you need help what is it <laughs> and he says i just lost uh, one of my characters in a um in a show called and then there were none okay. and uh i think you can do it so i was like well I'll take a look and I'll give it a try and we'll see. And I came to rehearsal and just jumped right in with the group, you mm-hmm. know, about three weeks after they had begun rehearsing and it was uh, it was fun. So I stuck with it and I've been doing probably a show, one show a year on average uh, ever since. That's um, not bad. Yeah.
0: That's bad. So you both basically got roped into it. Right. Yes, Instead basically going... pe-
2: people drop out of plays and they call them Iensas. Oh, okay. So how long
0: have uh, you been in community theater?
2: Well, I've been uh, performing about seven years and choreographing for about nine years, but for the last 36 years, I've been choreographing and directing children's productions, so I've always been in some aspect of the theater.
0: So you've been in theater for a while, just community theater rather?
2: About nine years. Yeah. And Chuck, Kenny?
1: Well... Like many that uh, I know in community theater, I did some acting in high school, and then did nothing until sure. I was in my thirties, uh, late thirties, and uh, early forties, and so it's been about eight years uh, since uh, since I was roped in, and uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I've gone through pretty much a similar type of thing with a hiatus there in the middle. What have you all done at community theater? I know you've acted. I know Chuck's done uh, stage work, uh, construction and stuff. Um
2: oh, and I've choreographed. Um I've right. been lucky enough to choreograph for several different groups and a lot of neat shows, and I've had a great deal of fun with that. And it's also been nice to get my dancing back up to snuff so I can dance in shows like uh, the one we're doing now. So, Yeah, the show
0: now is uh, Once on this Island, right? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: I've done some lighting again, for our small group here at the church, uh, but it's not actually for our community group, but for the uh, the youth uh, Christmas pageant. We'll borrow the lights and the uh, light board from the community theater group, and I'll just wing it. Uh. knowing absolutely nothing about lighting and i'll just start playing with sliders and that's lots of fun for me but uh i've always wanted to run uh, a soundboard um for a large production you know with lots of uh, wireless mics and wow and that kind of i've liked i'd like to do that sometime that's uh, something i haven't done but uh yeah a lot of set building and uh over at the Scottish right where we're involved with another the Collingswood community theater um, hanging drops mm-hmm. uh, that's a big kind of a big production because it's a big everybody stage. helps yeah and it takes a lot of people but other than that just you know musical shows uh, straight dramas straight comedies well I think also um, with
2: community theater you part of the nature <clears throat> of the beast is that you do have to pitch in and I've made costumes I've made props. I, you know, I've hung the scenery. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you pitch in, and that's half the fun is getting to do all that with, with people that you get to know that become your theater family. Well, that's one of
0: the reasons, again, why I have this particular podcast is because in community theater, you don't just act. You don't just do the lights. You do multiple things. And it's always interesting to find out what all does everybody do. Um, I mean, you could start out in one aspect and end up learning this and doing that and doing that. So, out of the shows that you've done, what's the most memorable moment you've had in community theater? I mean, whether on stage, off stage?
2: For me, well, I always like performing when our whole family is doing it. We have two children who also act. But I guess my favorite time was doing my favorite musical, which was Into the Woods. I'm a huge <laughs> Stephen Sondheim fan, and I got to play the part I wanted, Jack's mother, and sing my favorite line that he's ever written. And so it was like heaven. Mm <laughs> hmm.
0: And what did uh, the kids play in that part? Uh, The kids
2: actually weren't in the show, but Chuck was. Chuck was. And what was
0: your favorite show or moment?
2: Well,
1: I'd say it's a tie between two shows, that, uh, Into the Woods, and another show called uh, Chapter Two, which Mm -hmm. was a Neil Simon play, in which I played the lead character in a um, four-cast member show. You know, it's a a two-and-a-half-hour play, and there's divided among four people it's a lot of lines to. it's a lot and it it moves yeah
0: I've done that show too it's it's a it's a fun show it moves a lot
1: you know extremely wide range of emotions (laughs) uh required out of the lead character and um so for me it was the first time I ever had a lead role where you know I was reading a quarter of the book and (laughs) had to memorize it and uh that was I loved the challenge and um For me, it was a big uh, milestone to have been able to memorize all those lines and to play that role and to a level of satisfaction for myself where I felt like I did a good job. And then in Into the Woods, I played um, two characters. I was the narrator and mystery man, which required me to go from being, you know, a sort of professor type person in a sweater and jacket, just narrating the story and then transforming into this uh, backwoods hobo, you know, <laughs> with long wig and beard, and I had to make that costume change about nine times during the show. And at one point, I had to actually deliver my line from off stage uh, while I was doing a costume change because there was okay. no time to do this change and get back on stage and deliver the line. So um, that had a lot of challenges. I really enjoyed doing that and I got to sing a solo in that one which was which was meant that's,
0: that's definitely a fun show too I've yeah I've seen that haven't had the chance to do that show, but I have seen it a few times oh, I'
2: say it's, I love that show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have there any been any worst experiences in community theater? No? Well
2: well actually I at first I thought no there wasn't but when Chuck did chapter two he did a great job and I wasn't in it. I came to see it opening night. And I was with a friend. And all of a sudden, my, I was looking through the program. My friend started laughing. The curtain was open so you could see the set. Well, Chuck played a widower in, in the play. And his part of the set, that was his apartment, was decorated with pictures of his dead wife. And the director, Steve Allen, thought it would be funny to have pictures of me up there as his dead wife. So it was kind of like attending my own funeral. It was, it was weird, um, to say the least because he would gesture, my dead wife, my dead, and point to me. Um, so I, that may have been my worst experience, but I lived through it. That's not too bad. <laughs> have you had anything, Chuck?
1: I can't say I've had any really bad experiences, uh, except I do remember, uh, and I still to this day don't know which was the proper line, but I, I botched, totally botched a line in high school when I was in Kiss Me, Kate, and I played Harrison Howell, who was this southern senator and uh he says this line about M- mickey mouses and mickey mice and i mixed up the, <laughs> the you know the proper grammar and then it screwed up the whole timing for the for the guy to respond and correct me and all oh. that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> throw people off yeah. yeah
1: and you're standing there in front of you know a few hundred people and they're all just uh, you know they probably don't even get it but you're just like, again... You like, know like, it, but there's... <laughs> That's like, the oh, worst oh, when you mess up somebody yeah. else's line. You're like, oh, jeez, <laughs> oh. I'm so
2: sorry.
0: <laughs> How did you learn all that you do in theater, whether it's um, choreograph and set construction and dance and I
2: sang singing. and danced my way through high school and college. Um, and so I did... Uh, I was with the Triangle Show in, in college and toured around with that, and I had a really good theater program in high school and just sort of built on that, and I just always love to dance, and I, when I hear a song, I see what the dance should be, and so I, I like doing it.
0: So choreographing is like built into you.
2: I guess I have fun with it. So far, not too many people have complained, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've crafted you, remember? Oh yes, yes, I remember. I think it was actually more than
0: one show, but yes, I think several several shows.
1: And um, Chuck, I uh, I've always been passively involved in my acting i've never really it's never been something that i've taken very seriously and uh in high school i started doing it because of some girl you know <laughs> <laughs> and so she was doing it so i okay i'm I'll, if i want to be around here after school i have to be in this play and uh but anytime i've had a role i've just tried to Try to just figure out, okay, well, what is this character all about? And just try to put myself in that character's place and act like I think that Eric, that character would act and behave. Not, not so much act, but behave mm-hmm. and adopt mannerisms and patterns of speech and whatnot uh, that are appropriate. Okay. And uh, just do my best uh, to sell it. <laughs> and construction... Oh well that's uh you know I've always been kind of uh handy so I, <laughs> I just i always like to that's just more altruistic I just like to lend put a things le- together and... I like to lend a helping hand i oh, just, okay. i don't, I don't like to see one person having to do all the work, so anytime I feel like I can pitch in i often okay. it's well, always appreciated that's I community think. theater yeah, definitely yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So what would possibly be your dream part or show that maybe you haven't done or you have done?
2: Well, I've been lucky enough. I've gotten to play some of my bucket list roles. I got to be Yenta, the matchmaker, and Fiddler on the Roof. I got to be the Widow Peru in in Music Man and Jack's Mom in Into the Woods. But the uh, one role I would really love to do is Dolly in Hello, Dolly. Oh, okay. Just because she's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Or Mame in Mame, one of those two. Okay. I'm a big Jerry Herman fan.
1: I'm not really sure what role it would be, but it uh, it would be, you know, some sort of crooning-type role where I would be able to sing a number of solos or duets, you know, big numbers where, uh, hey, the spotlight's on me, and I can fool people into thinking I <laughs> can sing. Oh, know? okay. <laughs> we got to do a little bit of that this
2: summer. The um, Village Playbox put on, it was star- called Stars Under the Stars. It was a... Um, A cabaret-like review out in the open, in an open-air theater, and it was a lot of fun because we got to pick some of the songs, and so we got, we picked a couple of songs that they didn't cast us in when they did the show, but we were in the show, and so we, so so we said, (laughs) well, all right, I'm going to sing this anyway, and it was great, Uh, both funny songs and serious songs, and it was lovely.
0: Wow, okay,
2: good. So we got to fulfill our own dreams.
0: Yay! (laughs) Would there be any part or show that you would never want to do?
2: I guess something where I was naked because it might kill our children. <laughs> but and and disgust the whole audience. But other than that, um <laughs> man. Okay.
1: I would do nude as long as there were <laughs> prosthetics.
0: <involved. laughs> okay. <All right>. Sorry. <laughs> Are there any jobs other than, say, choreography, set, of course, acting, dancing, and things on that that you haven't done that you'd like to try?
2: I I've directed, but I've not directed adults. I've directed a lot of kids, but never adults. I guess I'm I'm, I might like to try that. But I like I'm I'm a big ham. I like being on stage more than being behind the scenes. So, okay. So you like the on stage work yeah, that you've got really now. Do. Okay
1: yeah I, I wish I could dance better you know i wish <laughs> uh I wish I was one of those people where you know the choreographer could just show you he you know, shows you and then okay, I got it all right move on i uh I cannot do that it's uh It takes me <laughs> forever to learn how to do dance numbers and i uh I wish I could graduate to a much higher level the, from where I am now. Is that right, Jen?
2: He's a very good dancer. I don't know what he's talking about. He works really hard and he's always picked to be part of the, you know, part of the elite dance group. So I think he's great, but I may be a little bit prejudiced.
0: Um, One question came to mind. Do you like to work together if at all possible on shows?
2: We like to work together, but it's not like I won't do a show unless Chuck is there. (laughs) Um, Like this past summer, he was in rent and I was in nonsense. Two very different shows. Yes. Um, so it was It was nice for us to we, we like doing shows together, but then we also don't limit ourselves to just doing shows where we have to
1: be together. Okay. Usually the shows we're in together, were are uh, chorus members. So we're in large ensemble pieces. And it's like, okay, all the husbands and wives stand together, you know. <laughs> and uh, that's... A, I, can't but really in,
2: in, Fiddler, in Fiddler, you were Laser Wolf and I was Yenta, so we were kind of opposites
1: and mad at each other for part of the time. Yeah, Got but, to yell at you. But, you know, <laughs> separated by a rope through going through the middle rope. of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, the men and women were always separate yeah, in friendship.
0: <laughs> so uh, why do you like to work in community theater? What brings you back to community theater?
2: Well, I mean, besides being an, an enormous... Big ham that I'm, and being wanting to be on stage. It's just the people; they're so much fun. They're so nice. Again, being able to do it with our kids. The first big musical production I did was with uh, our two children, and I were in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. You know, chorus. We had a lot of fun, and then we were able to do some things. Shows the four of us. Um, we just did a couple months ago, Young Frankenstein, and our son was in it. Our daughter's at college now, but you know, we were able to so we're able to do some things together and. I really like that. And the friends that I have in community theater, I consider some of my dearest friends.
0: That's definitely what a lot of people are saying. They build it upon friendships each time they come to a show. It's They get a bigger and bigger family. Mm-hmm. So it's a big family.
1: Well, I, uh, I stay pretty active um, doing a lot of different things, primarily outdoor sports. I, uh, I play a lot of tennis and uh, help my son with his baseball. So in the fall... Uh, well, until my daughter graduated from high school, but when she was on the tennis team, I, I was always busy with tennis um, in the fall, and then in the spring, busy with baseball, and uh, in the winter time, that's when we typically have the all town musical uh, in Collingswood, and that's a great thing to be involved in to help you know pass the, the dark days of winter. <laughs> To have something to do in the evenings and to be see people, so uh, that's what brings you back. Yeah, Yeah, it's the 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 socializing with people, seeing friends, and and uh, you know just being able to have something to do uh, (laughs) when there's not much else to do. It's exciting. Yeah.
0: So you have, I guess, the kids take up a lot of the time trying to support them,
1: as well as community
0: theater too. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And you have to kind of. At least for me, I'm not one of those people who can do it just a million things at once. I have to sort of regulate my time and just kind of have one big activity per season. Uh, so the kids usually are first. <laughs> and if there's time for me, then. Uh, and when all time. the kids are off to college, then what happens?
2: Huh. More shows.
1: Right. There yeah. <laughs> we go. <laughs>
0: What is one part of community theater that, let's say, that maybe the general
2: public doesn't know about? Something that you know is like, I wish they knew. Just how many really, truly talented people there are out there that are, frankly, they match anything you see on Broadway. You see some of these people, I mean, I'm not seeing us. We're, we're we're grateful to be here. But there are some people that we've had been lucky enough to act with that they are just phenomenal, and we sit but we, we're always backstage watching them you know. instead of being in the dressing room and saying, wow, I would love to have one-eighth of the talent this person has. And I, I don't think people real they, they, say, they, they think community theater. I think, oh, like in a little you know, production we put on in the backyard. And it's anything but. There are some really talented people doing community theater.
1: But because these people have other lives, real professional jobs, and make mm-hmm. their living doing something completely different – uh, they're not arrogant about their talent; mm-hmm. they may know they're talented, mm-hmm. uh but they don't uh you wouldn't know it yeah, from the way they behave and so it's such a um a thrill and a pleasure to share the stage with someone that talented and to be able to um you know share a scene and interact with them on stage and you know'cause it gives you a, it gives you a taste of wow, this is what it must really be like. Uh, to be a professional actor uh, on a, you know, up on Broadway or whatever, it's because uh, these some of these people that we know are good enough they could be on Broadway, and I just love love being able to share just a glimpse of that uh, that life.
2: Yeah, I mean, our son in Young Frankenstein, our son had a small scene with the lead, and this lead is amazingly talented. I mean, wow. And he was so great with our with our thirteen year old son. He's like, oh, he's known him since he was a kid. Oh yeah, and he's joking around. He's saying, Paul, you're doing such a great job. That's fantastic. And you know, you you would even total opposite of being arrogant, the total opposite of having an ego. And it was great for our son to get that feedback from somebody who he admires.
0: So I guess you get the same quality, let's say, as Broadway or in the theater district in Philadelphia but at a much better price. Mm -hmm. You don't have to travel as far. You don't have to talk about parking. Yeah. Well, to a
1: point. Uh, To a point.
2: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: So in community theater, you rely upon your your personal circle of friends to come and see your show. And uh, the director and the producers of the show kind of rely upon every actor's uh, circle of friends to come and finance the show and sell tickets. And uh, so I have a circle of friends. They're... um, from a a core group of musicians actually classic rock musicians so they're all very talented in their own right and know a lot about music uh and they come to my shows and this last show this uh, young frankenstein uh they were blown away they they were just all of them were just like wow this show was just really stood out from the others it was so good you know, why aren't you one of the leads? Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs>
0: so, again, I guess people that aren't necessarily in theater or associated, it'd be a good thing for them to come out and see a show. Yeah, t- if if I find one,
2: t- take a chance. It's um, honestly, it's cheaper than going out to dinner, and the memories will last longer. You may not remember the uh, the, the baked potato you had, but you'll remember the scene that you saw that made you laugh and. You know, the song, the tune that you hummed on the way out or the scene that made you cry uh-huh. or whatever. It's it's take a chance. It's really remarkably wonderful to see.
0: So what might have been your fondest memory in community theater?
2: I guess that it was, for me, it was the first big role I had in, one, in a big musical in a big theater was the Widow Peru. And I'd been having so much fun with the guy who was playing Harold Hill that the director let us, two days before the opening, opening night, put in a... a reprise of um, Gary Indiana, just the two of us on stage and so we quickly choreographed something, put it together, it was different every night but actually I have a picture on our refrigerator of the two of us doing that number and we are both laughing and clearly just enjoying the heck out of it so I guess that might be just a really fond memory because it was just made me remember how much fun I had as a kid doing it and got me hooked again
1: Uh, I guess I'd have to say it was Sue Inman who was uh, interviewed on this podcast uh, earlier? Wasn't it? Didn't you say Suzanne Inman? Uh, That's Suzanne Buxar. Oh, okay. I so we'll cut. Haven't that gotten. Out. Right. <laughs> so I will say that it, uh, one of my fellow uh, community theater friends said to me after a show, "You belong on the stage," you know. And I was like, "Wow, blown away," because she's she's one of these tremendously uh, talented people. So, I was quite flattered by that
0: so any other stories from community
2: theater you, you might be interested in telling anybody about? I'm trying to think ones that we can tell uh no it's just it's, it's it's just the fun and that that I think if people saw all the craziness that goes on backstage sometimes like from Chuck doing a line as one character while getting changed into another character's outfit or the fact that when we did nonsense, it was so hot we were basically wearing bathing suits under our habits. That it was just murderously hot. Never become a nun in the summertime. It's just too warm. Um, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, wearing you know a couple of different costumes all at once uh, is kind of a fun smoke and mirrors to provide for the audience <laughs> because you know you've got to tear that one layer off and be back on stage right away. That's uh, it's kind of fun. All the little tricks and stuff and that. And sometimes you need people to help you uh so there'll be a, a group of people you know, two or three people standing backstage uh waiting for you to come off and they're just tearing clothes off of you and putting <laughs> putting you into your next costume so that's you know, it's uh and people that that's invisible to the the audience and it's kind of a magic thing and it, it, the audience probably doesn't it doesn't occur to the audience that all oh, this is happening backstage they just see the people disappear and to them, it's they just left the room, and time is going to pass in their mind, and then that, that character is right back on stage, but but time has passed in the in the viewer's mind. Wow.
2: And I guess yeah. just, just two sentimental things. I like watching our kids up there having fun, and also every once in a while, Chuck and I get to do a little bit as a couple on stage, whether it's a dance and anything goes or something else, and it's it's kind of romantic and nice, like having a little date, but just in front of hundreds of people. Okay. So how is uh, Once on this Island coming along? Oh, it's neat. We didn't know the show before we got cast. In any we... <laughs>
1: Literally, I had never heard of the show.
2: <laughs> but it is, it's is—it's really cool. It's got great music, great Caribbean music, and it's, it's a really neat story. And we get to do a lot of great dancing and singing, and it's kind of fun. We're getting used to the stage that you constructed for us. Um, <laughs> Getting used to being up up a little bit higher than I'm used to, but we'll we'll do well. The kids, there's some kids in it, and that's been fun to to interact with them too.
1: It's fun to see because this cast uh, has uh, the young people in the cast have all done the show before.
2: Oh,
0: okay,
1: and uh, they they seem to really love the show, and almost like a, they're like a to like a cult following (laughs) (laughs) they seem to know every single line of the show by heart and um, so it's fun to sort of watch during rehearsal how they get all excited and uh, about it and as i said i mean i had never heard of the show and uh but like other shows i've done I, uh, you start to learn the music, and you realize, wow, this is, the music in this show is fantastic. And so it does have a lot of really great music and great musical moments. And the story itself is fun. It's, it's a little fairy tale uh, type of uh, thing. And so it's cute. There's going to be little little kids uh, on up to old men and women. <laughs> so, once no, again, not like us. No, ew, no, no. Us. Once again, we're the token <laughs> old people. <laughs> no, no.
2: <laughs> At least you don't get to refer to as old, and the guy I get referred to as being
1: old.
0: Uh, so, what would you say to anyone who's interested in joining
1: community theater?
2: Go for it. Try it.
1: Yeah, just do it. Um, people, uh, people don't realize that uh, you really don't have to have much more than um, a pulse <laughs> to be able to you know, get out there and go try out for a community theater. I mean, you may not get the lead, but you'll get a, you're likely to get a part, and uh, you will learn. The course you know? has
2: a lot of fun, <laughs> and, and especially in big shows, you, you really do feel like you're part of something really incredible. Well, oh, and in an intimate show like Once on This Island, it's everybody is important. So it's it's terrific to to be and you really get to know and you really get to rely on people and it's just a very cool experience. Or if you don't feel like being on stage, help build the set, help make costumes, uh, take tickets, do something. It's a great group to be part of
1: yeah but people you know tell me you know hey you know i've i've always thought i'd like to do that then do it you know but they're like oh, i don't know i don't i'm not an actor and <laughs> you just you don't and people just don't realize you don't need to be some talented actor to uh to be in community theater people don't really expect it mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. and when they get it when they see a great performance boy they really appreciate it
0: okay well thank you uh I am your host, Gary Kochi, and I would like to thank uh, Chuck and Jenny Mayanza again for coming out today. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Community Theatre Studio Podcast. This podcast is currently being supported by the Village Playbox Theatre of Haddon Heights, New Jersey, who's currently in rehearsal for Once Upon This Island and be opening May 5th for a three-week run. The music is titled Energy and is provided by Royalty Free Music from Ben Sound. If you have any comments, questions, or requests, you can contact us on Facebook at Community Theatre Studio, our website, communitytheatrestudio.podbean.com, or email us at Studio at gmail.com. Please join me next week when we once again talk to people of the community theater.